Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Baseball Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I am Bird. This is soon to be Jake Simone. We are two very, very, very sad New York basketball fans, but it is Saturday, and Jake, you know what that means. Welcome to the barrel bag. How are you, sir? Doing well, man. Doing well. How are you? Uh, I, I, I'd be better if the if the Knicks didn't lose on an 11-1 run last night. That would have been that would be really awesome. Yeah, I feel you there. That would, that would be really awesome, and you, and you would have, you would feel much better if your leading scorer didn't play four minutes in the fourth quarter. Yeah, made no sense. No, no. I, I, I should rephrase. I would feel a lot better if Chris Tapps Porzingis wasn't the one that just put us in 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 the grave. But I, I think even though our teams lost heartbreakers, I think we're encouraged. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. 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 So this is the Week Eight Mailbag, a fabulous program. We have eighteen questions this week. Thank you so much, everyone, submitted their questions. We have start of the week, as we always do. We have deep sleeper of the week, which we normally never do. Last week was the inception of deep sleeper. Great pro, great, great program that we do on this great segment that we do in this program. Right, that's what I was looking for. Uh, we also have Thursday night predictions that we have to make, but of course, as we normally do here on this. Beauty of a program. Got that right this time. We have to do news and notes. Let's start with probably uh, the biggest one of the week, and that is Brock Purdy entering concussion protocol on Wednesday. This puts his week eight status very much in doubt. If there is no Brock Purdy, there is this going to be Sam Darnold. So let's just go through the 49ers skilled players. Jake, if Sam Darnold is under center for the 49ers, Stock up, stock down, Christian McCaffrey. Or the same. Same. Okay. Brandon Ayuk. Stock up. Okay. Uh, Jawan Jennings. Who cares? George Kittle. Stock down. Okay. Is Sam Darnold startable? Yes. Sam Darnold or Desmond Ritter? Darnold. Sam Darnold or, or Russell Wilson? Darnold. Sam Darnold or Dak Prescott? Dak. Sam Darnold or Matthew Stafford? Hmm. I'd go Stafford, but it's close. Okay. Close. So Darnold would basically be in and around the top 15 for you. Darnold is my QB 16 for the week. I like him a lot. Perfect. I was right. The number. If there is no Purdy. Purdy right now, I haven't, I haven't moved him. Just because I, I'm I'm waiting this out just to kind of see where we're at. I have Purdy as my QB nine right now. If Sam Darnold does become the starter the starter here for the 49ers, I probably would have him in and around that QB fifteen, QB sixteen range, like Jake does. I think he's a fine play. I don't hate it. Especially at home. I I, I definitely do not hate it. Especially if you have issues in in, in Superflex, um, Darnold could be could be a, a good option if you uh, if you have some holes at the quarterback position. Uh, Saquon Barkley limited in practice with an elbow injury. That injury was suffered uh, during the Giants' win 
over the Washington Commanders. I know Jake is probably hoping that elbow swells up significantly. So Saquon does not play week eight against check notes. Oh yeah, the New York Jets. I mean, I'm I'm not hoping people get hurt, but he didn't play. Oh well. You wouldn't shed a tear. Yeah, he'll he'll play though. He, yeah, he he'll finished play. the game last week, but he'll play. Yeah, he'll play. He'll play. Uh DK Metcalf, he returned to practice with the hip and ribs injury. So that's good news for DK Metcalf's potential availability in week number eight versus the very stingy Cleveland Browns defense. Miles Sanders, he returned to practice in full dealing with that shoulder injury. Jake, is there any shot that you're starting Miles Sanders this week versus the Houston Texans? Maybe. I might have to start him somewhere. Okay. Miles Sanders or Javante Williams? Javante. Miles Sanders or Darrell Henderson? Handy. Miles Sanders or either Pittsburgh running back? I would take both Pittsburgh running backs. Okay. So he's in the My, 30 range. Yeah, Miles Sanders is my RB33 for the week. I believe Sanders is in that range for me as well. I think I if I remember correctly, I think he's like my RB35. Uh he is my RB. He, oh, he's my RB37. Okay. Yeah. 37 right now. Could get a little boost if he if he if he does. Miles Sanders which. or Zach Moss. Sanders, that's that's like that's close. That's really close. Yeah. If you said to me that halfway through the season we'd be debating Miles Sanders or Zach Moss, I would have said you're smoking crack. Quite frankly, Zach Moss just in general. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, we we love Zach Moss. Zach Moss. Zach Moss has never done anything to hurt us necessarily. Yeah. Necessarily, Honestly, he, necessarily. Never, he never. He just never really got a shot. I feel like right. Right. It's not like it's not like um Jeremy McNichols, who yeah. we hate on this podcast. Or uh I'm trying to think of or Trey Sermon. Let's just Oh no, you're him. you're forget you're forgetting the, the, the creme de la creme. You're forgetting the George Washington of the Mount Rushmore of guys who have just have a history of dogging us. Miles Gaskin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that that's the George Washington on that Mount Rushmore. Yes, yes, most certainly at the top of the mountain on that one. With without a doubt. Uh Roshan Johnson still in concussion protocol, practiced on Wednesday. Uh Matty Refluse said Roshan Johnson was at the one yard line in terms of clearing and could play in week number eight. Jake, if Roshan Johnson does play in week number eight, is there any downside to starting Deonta Foreman? Uh no, but if, if Johnson plays, you kind of need a touchdown from Foreman. What would you expect the split to be between Foreman and Johnson? Probably 60-40 for Foreman. Okay, that's what I would expect. That's definitely what I would expect. Maybe on the lower end would be 55-45 for, for Foreman. But I still yeah. I still think I still think Foreman gets, gets the majority of the work. I mean, he got three touchdowns last week for Christ's sake, so he definitely deserves it. Uh, speaking of the Chicago Bears, Justin Field, he is progressing in his recovery from the thumb injury. Uh, still considered to be week to week. Zach Charbonnet limited in practice on Wednesday. He has a hamstring injury. Tyler Lockett did not practice Wednesday. Hamstring. Kenneth Walker did not practice Wednesday. He has a calf. A precautionary injury for a bunch of them, according to Pete Carroll. 
Uh, definitely a bit alarming, but if you have Kenneth Walker, make sure you go get Zach Charbonnet uh, just in case. Uh, Kyler Murray, a full participant in practice for the Arizona Cardinals. Jake, is Kyler going to play in week number eight? He's not going to play this week. He'll play next week. Okay, so you're, you're thinking week number nine. Yeah, I think next week. How much fab are you dropping on Kyler Murray if he's available in your leagues? Yeah, he's probably rostered by this point when he was activated off the IR. But if not, if I if I had a quarterback already, why would I splurge on a backup quarterback or, you know, a slight improvement? If I didn't have a quarterback, then, yeah, I'd drop a significant amount of fab on him. So he's rostered in 48% of Yahoo leagues, 25% only in ESPN. Yeah, that's weird, man. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to all that because there's some league. Like, if he's not rostering your fantasy league, this is not like a legitimate fantasy league, in my opinion. Um, I see. I I don't agree with that. That that's it. That, he's got to be rostered, dude. There on an, an IR stash. Well, so a lot of leagues don't have IR. To be fair, well, that that's not legitimate. A lot expert leagues, officially, especially a lot of expert leagues, they have deeper benches. But they don't have IR. Okay, but even so, deeper benches, deeper leagues. There's there's a place for Kyler Murray in any fantasy football league. I mean, sure. maybe like ten team leagues, but like, you know, if if it's not like a super flex or some type of quirky something with the ten man league, like, I, I'm sorry, but like, I don't really give a lot of thought to ten man leagues that are just like standard everything. Are you drop? Are you dropping <laughs> Trevor Lawrence for Kyler Murray? Uh, I wouldn't drop either. I would roster both of them. Okay. Say, hmm. Would you would you drop? Say you have two other quarterbacks on your roster. Say, uh, would you drop Kirk Cousins for Kyler Murray? No, absolutely not. I would drop. I'll give you a list of guys. I would drop like Geno Smith. Okay. I would drop Brock Purdy. I would drop Sam Howell. Obviously, I would do that regardless. Stafford. Um. Yeah, I would drop Stafford for Kyler. Okay. Um. I think maybe not. I think Dak's kind of like the. Borderline. Like line in the sand there. Yeah, I thought about that. Yeah. I lean like, no. Anybody like after Dak, like your Genos, your Purdies, um, I'm I'm drawing a howl. Like guys like that, I think yeah. I would rather have Kyler Murray then, and I would yeah. feel comfortable dropping. Josh Palmer did not practice. He's dealing with a knee injury. This is a brand new issue, so definitely something to to monitor. I uh, had 130 plus receiving yards in week number seven against the Chiefs. Hunter Henry, Hunter Henry limited with an ankle injury. Tank Dell returned to practice. He has clear concussion protocol. So good news. He obviously had the whole bye week to do it, and he has cleared. Should be no issues there. Robert Woods did not practice. He is dealing with a foot injury. So doesn't really practice on Wednesday to begin with, but something to to monitor when looking at Thursday's injury reports. Uh, Jalen Waddle, he's got the back injury, left briefly in week number seven versus the Eagles with it, came back, uh, had an okay game, limited with that back injury. Traylon Burks returned to practice in full. He has that knee injury, of course. Kylan Granson has still not cleared concussion protocol for the Colts. He did not practice with that concussion. Uh, Jawan Johnson returned to practice, 
He is de- has been dealing with that calf injury for a couple of weeks now. Taysom Hill limited with a chest injury. Kendry Miller full go with the shoulder. To Jacksonville, Zay Jones still DNP for the Jaguars, dealing with that knee that has been bothering him, it seems like, all year. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, knee limited for the Jags. For the Giants, Darren Waller has a hamstring. He was limited, and this is a new addition. So, Darren Waller with a hamstring. Well, what a what a shock. Color me, color me particularly very surprised. David Montgomery, not practicing yet for the Detroit Lions. Has, of course, that ribs injury. Aaron Jones participated in individual drills for the Packers. Still trying to recover from that hamstring. That's been bothering him pretty much all year. Same with Christian Watson. Individual drills dealing with the knee. Uh, Luke Musgrave not practicing ankle injury for Luke Musgrave. Daniel Jones has not been cleared for contact yet for the New York Giants. That is per head coach Brian Dayball. Uh, He's got a couple of days to get his act together. If there's nothing coming by Friday, then it looks like it is going to be Terod Taylor for the New York Giants against the Jets. And I color me stunned that I think Jets fans would actually be disappointed if Terod Taylor were the starter over Daniel Jones, that would be funny and sad at the same time. Uh, Raheem Mostert returned to practice. He's been dealing with the ankle injury. He really hasn't practiced all that much on Wednesdays all year long. So not a real surprise that he, that he missed on Wednesday. Curtis Samuel returned to practice. He's dealing with a knee injury. Jimmy Garoppolo practicing on Thursday. He's got the back Kareem hunt practice Thursday. He's got a thigh injury. Uh, this should be all systems go. For Kareem Hunt, he's going to get plenty of work this week versus the Seahawks with no Jerome Ford. David Njoku back at practice. He's dealing with a knee. Deshaun Watson not practicing with that shoulder injury still. uh, Continuing to rehab, continuing to do what he's got to do. P.J. Walker should continue to to start uh, in his steed. Jerome Ford, as we said before, not practicing ankle injury. Looks like he's going to miss a couple of weeks with that injury. Alvin Kamara missed practice on Wednesday with an illness. He returned Thursday. Gerald Everett back at practice on Thursday with the hip with the hip injury. Cue all the tears from anybody who thought Donald Parham might actually get a shot at this because it's not going to happen. Looks like Gerald Everett will be good to go for Sunday's primetime matchup with the Chicago Bears on Sunday Night Football. Tyreek Hill, he will be playing on Sunday. Returned to practice after missing on Wednesday. Says he feels fine and... I believe the exact quote that he used from the clip that I saw today was, uh, and I quote, yeah, baby, I'm good. So in case you, in case you needed that reassurance from Tyreek Hill, Wandell Robinson limited on Thursday's injury report and Zach Moss returned to practice for the Colts after a DNP on Wednesday. He was upgraded to a limited participation with elbow and heel injuries. All right, Jake. Thursday night prediction time. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Buffalo Bills. I am going to be rolling with the Bills. I'm going to say the Bills win this game uh, 31 to 20. Yeah, to me, it feels like one of those games where it'll be like Bills controlling it and like they'll be up like 24 to 13 and then like a bogus last second garbage time touchdown makes the game look a whole lot closer than it actually was. 
So I'm going to take the Bills 24 to 20 in this one. Uh, so Bucks backdoor cover, but Bills win rather easily. Yeah. All right, Jake. 18 questions this week from our wonderful listeners. We've been able to do this in a couple of weeks, so I want to ask you which one you're going to want to do. We're going to go right to number nine. We are going to cut the deck with Tony Romo. This is from Zach. Jake, where does Zach have the absolute privilege of residing? Portland, Oregon. Absolutely love Portland, Oregon. Beautiful place. Shout out Portland. Zach, he needs one and half. Jake Ferguson or Dalton Schultz this week? It's Schultz rather easily for me. It's Schultz, but it's close for me. Nah. Where do you have Schultz in your ranks? I mean, from a ranking standpoint, it's not necessarily like that drastic of a gap, but like you want to roll with the hot hands. I have Dalton Schultz as my tight end seven this week. Wow. Okay. So we are very different on Schultz. I have Schultz as my tight end 11. Ferguson, yeah. my, t- my tight end 12. I do okay. like him, though. I do like Ferg- him, though, a lot. Ferguson's my tight end 13 this week. Okay. So you're just a lot higher on Schultz. Yeah, he's hot. Uh, you know, he's hot. <laughs> we love we love Dalton Schultz on this, on this program. We also love Jake Ferguson on this program. Not 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 a bad play, Zach, for you to just go and target former Cowboys tight ends. Not a bad play. Can't hurt you. Uh, number nine, gone. Number one. Number one. This is from Stephen. Stephen is from. Um, he is from Sarasota, Florida. Uh, Stephen. He needs two in full. T. Higgins. Chris Olave, Michael Pittman, Garrett Wilson, Nico Collins. Yeah, these are good options. Yeah, yeah. Solid options. I wouldn't say great, but solid. Yeah, they're pretty solid. Well, we have to refer to the ranks on this one because those yeah. are all pretty good options. Uh, definitely Olave for me. Yes. Yeah, he's the he's the gleaming example of Honestly, the guy that I'm go with. You're gonna call me crazy for what I have. Yeah, I, I I have it a certain way too. I have it as Alave and Collins. That's exactly how I have it. I don't think it's that crazy either. No, it's not. And it's it's not a sizable difference, but there's definitely a gap between all these guys. Alave comfortably over Collins. Collins not as comfortable, but over Garrett Wilson. And Garrett Wilson comfortably over Michael Pittman. And for right now, T. Higgins. T. Higgins is my wide receiver thirty for the week. He's my wide receiver. He's my wide receiver thirty-five right now. Yeah, it just hasn't played well. No, he hasn't. He definitely I, hasn't. man that saved a season of mine getting rid of him after his nineteen-point day. Yeah, anybody who's stuck with T. Higgins, I mean, God bless you. I can tell you, there are a lot of people who will never be taking T. Higgins again. Count me in that club. Depends what team he goes to uh, next year. If he's yeah. Oh, I don't depends. care. Never again. Eh, it ne- depends. Never. I wish. Never I, I wish we said that about Alvin Kamara. Wish I took him again. I did take him again. And I traded him for a third round pick. So Alvin Kamara, he served me well. I guess we're kind of you know half even. Yeah. Great guy. Thank you, Alvin Kamara. Uh, one and nine are gone. Number two. Jake. Do you hear the church bells? Do you see the carriages? Do you hear God save the king? Do you see the Union Jack? 
It's King Charles. Jake, where's King Charles? Well, King Charles was enjoying uh, Morocco last week. If I he was in Casablanca, yes, at Rick's Cafe. Yes. Okay. So, you know what? It's it's Halloween season. It's Ooh. spooky season. It is spooky season. It is. It, it, you know, it is. So King Charles is getting into the Halloween spirit in lovely Salem, Massachusetts to enjoy wow. the Salem witches. He's local. Man, I have to go see the king. He he's uh he's exploring witchcraft this week uh for Halloween. Ooh, well, King Charles, based on these options, he's been doing the opposite of witchcraft. He's been praying to the Lord because the Lord has rewarded him with very good options this week. King Charles, he needs three and a half. Opuka Nakua, it means no worries for the rest of your days. Brandon Ayuk, Tyler Lockett, Zay Flowers, George Pickens. He needs three. He, he needs three. Okay, so it's most certainly the first two. Yep. No doubt about it. No doubt. I think you're going to call me crazy here. I know what I have, but I know what I want to say. Right. I have it as you hang on. Let me just make sure I heard it correctly. It's you didn't say DJ Moore, right? No, Tyler Lockett, Flowers and Pickens. It's Pickens for me. I want to say Pickens, but I have it's it as P Flowers. Yeah, it's 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 Pickens for me, but it's kind of close. Oh, it's extraordinarily close. Yeah. It's extraordinarily close. I feel but I feel I have Pickens as my wide receiver 28, and I feel like that's low. That is pretty low. Like I want to I want to move him up, but I just don't know. I don't know where. He's my wide receiver 23. Consider me pretty high on him this week. It's a good match. It's a good matchup with the Jaguars. It, it is a good matchup. Let me just see where where ECR has him this week in full. ECR has him as the wide receiver 26. So you're so pretty much. Basically, ECR is basically in the middle of us. But I do want to move him up. I, I would move him up. Do. Flower, Charles, King Charles, Jake is way more convinced on Pickens than I am on Flowers. Well, you so, know what it is, is I think Flowers has a much safer floor, but if you're looking for like a big week, I think Pickens is way more capable of that than Flowers at this point. Very fair. Very fair. That that's a good that's a good play. That's a good play. If you need a win, go Flowers. If you can afford potentially a dud in your lineup, go Pickens. I think just the big week is more with Pickens. I agree. That I agree with. That I definitely agree with. Shout out King Charles. Great guy. Loyal Great supporter guy. of the program. God save the king. One, two, and nine are gone. Number three. Number three. This is from Henry. Henry is from, well, it is spooky season. And Jake did say Salem, Massachusetts. So I'm going to go for Henry. I'm going to say Henry is from, uh, you know what? I'm going to save this one. I'm going to save this one. Henry is from... Uh, he's from Knoxville, Tennessee. Good old Rocky Top. He's with Mike uh, Vrabel. <laughs> listen, listen, Mike Vrabel. Mike the, Vrabel, the is, the, uh, the vest swap this weekend. Mike Vrabel is actually on the good list right now. 
because Arthur Smith is quickly rising the ranks of the ultimate fantasy football hating savant. Yes, we we don't like Arthur Smith here. No, 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 no. At least we could smile and laugh about Mike Vrabel. Great guy. You know, love him, even though he hates fantasy. Uh, There's nothing about Arthur Smith that I love. Nothing. No. And I'm just very happy that people are now finally realizing what I've been saying all along is that Arthur Smith just thinks he's the smartest fucking guy in the room. And, and he's not. press conference that he gave when he basically said, uh, yeah, I'm going to do what it, take, what it takes to win. Fuck fantasy X, Y, Z. Uh, yeah, that guy can go fuck himself. Sorry. I don't, I don't ever like to bash anybody because obviously, you know, that could all go back to them. But I, I if listen, if the Atlanta Falcons want to just, you know, cut me off then for saying things about a guy who will probably be fired within the next year or two, then that's fine. I'll I'll cut my losses there. Nothing against my Falcons people. I love them, but I don't love your head coach all that much. Uh, Henry, he needs two and a half. Derrick Henry, Brees Hall, Jonathan Taylor, Deonta Foreman, Brian Robinson. It's Derrick Henry and Brees Hall, but it's very close between Henry and Jonathan Taylor for me. I agree with you. I think I heard De- I heard an interesting rumor about Derrick Henry. Oh, okay. You're not going to like it. The team that's very active in trying to trade for him is the Buffalo Bills. I would hate it. I would really. And they hate got. That. They got. They could pull it off where they do it Friday. He has the week off. They have a longer week to get him into the lineup. I could say it. Listen, for my Derrick Henry shares, I would love it. For your but James Cook shares, just. <laughs> my James Cook shares, gone. John Cena, you can't see me. Dead. It's Derrick Henry and Brees Hall. Screams a big Brees week. Yes, it does. Go check out fantasypros.com, both predictions week, uh, both predictions column for the week. Uh, yeah, I did write about Brees Hall. Yeah. I did. I did. And, uh, Jet up. That's all I'm going to say. Jet the fuck up. One, two, three, and nine are gone. Number four. Number four. This is from Glenn. Jake, where's Glenn from? I'm not going to do it. Oh, you're not. No. He was born in Glendale, Arizona. But Oh, I think we're going to go for Watkins Glen, New York. No, no. Glendale, Arizona. But no, no, no. You know where he's currently residing? Where's Glenn? California. We love the the stars. Oh my goodness gracious. Jake, who is the star that is on your mind today? I promised you a deep cut. You did. You did. And I got a deep cut. And I kind of teased it last week. So this star has been kind of on my mind for the last two weeks for the spooky season. And what other star would be on your mind during Halloween season other than one of the classics from the Halloween cinematography? If that's the correct word. Franchise. Franchise. Yeah, whatever. No, no, no. Not not, not like Halloween, the actual movie. It's just a Halloween type of movie. And that is Sarah Jessica Parker from wow. Hocus Pocus. That's wow. a deep cut. You didn't have Sarah Jessica Parker on your bingo cards this week. No, I did not. And, and listen, I, I mean, uh, I do love me some Jar- Sarah Jessica Parker. You're a g- great woman. Sex in the City is, is beautiful stuff. It's, it's, it's a must-see cin- cinema. But... Wow, Sarah Jessica Parker, not on my bingo card for the week, the month. Deep no. call. And, and we're paying homage to Emilio Estevez, of course. I, we're, I of course, of course. Owner of the Portland Mailbaggers, Emilio Estevez. 
great guy. You know what I actually heard about the Portland Mailbaggers is very soon at the end of the year, the Portland Mailbaggers are going to be making cuts. And there's some free agents that could be uh, could be added to the Portland Mailbaggers. Yeah. There yeah is Zach, some... Moss, Zach Moss might be uh, making his way. Yeah, Zach <laughs> Moss. Zach Moss might be taking the place of, of Melvin Gordon or Devonta Freeman. Yeah. It's stinky. It's stinky. But listen, we love Zach Boss. Great guy. We have nothing against him. Well, well, well Julio Jones might uh, stick around now that he caught a pass last week. I swear to God, Jake, I swear to God, if we get at one point this year, we get a Julio Jones question on this mailbag, I'll never do a mailbag again. What? So what about uh, – wait, is Deonta Foreman on the mailbag uh, team? Uh, no. He is not. Oh, you know he. You know he's got to find. He's got to be on the team. He's got to be on next year. We we may. Well, Julio is on the team. Deonta Foreman's got to be on. Julio Julio is on the bench. We but... we have all we have asked many uh, answered many questions about Deonta Foreman in the last three years. Yeah, but what what running back though are we cutting from this team? When we have Melvin Gordon, Devonta Freeman, Latavius Murray, Miles Gaskin. Deion Jackson, Kenyon Drake, and Mike Davis. I think it might be time for Devonta Freeman to go. It might be. For Deonta Foreman, it bit. just might be. And the fact that we didn't have Marlon Mack on there is just – it's another thing. <laughs> I think we decided to go for all the running backs that we had over Marlon Mack. Yeah, Marlon Mack is – well, maybe he'll be back next year. Just because, <laughs> just because he was so hurt that we didn't have the opportunity to get a lot of questions about him. But yes, when he was know, available, we oh, always was got coming. questions about him. Well, you know what? If he was healthy and James Conner went down with an injury, it, it was Marlon Mack time. <laughs> without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, Jake, the star that's on my mind today, Robert De Niro. Because I watched last night. I watched Taxi Driver last night. Forgot how great it was. Taxi Driver is amazing. Not a fan of his. Move on. I will listen. I love me some De Niro. Yeah, I'm all right. Goodfellas? Oh my god. What what a fucking what a fucking film. My goodness gracious. Uh where are we? Number 4, this is Glenn. Glenn wants us to grade the trade in half. He's giving Kyle Pitts and Deontay Johnson. He's getting Logan Thomas and Josh Downs. I like the pit. I think he's getting absolutely robbed here. I do too. I do too. I like giving. I like the Pitts side a lot more. I like Johnson more than Downs, and I like Pitts more than Logan Thomas. So I'm I'm giving this a D, C minus. It's a D, C minus. I think the ceiling is greater with Downs. I think that's kind of what you're going for. Yeah, sure. But like, where where's the ceiling with Logan Thomas? Yeah, that that's maybe he has to win, and maybe he wants a guy that's like a floor guy, but. I, I'm just trying to rationalize it for him. I don't. I don't see it personally. It's a D. It's a D C, for disaster. C minus. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be kind. Uh, one, two, three, four, and nine are gone. Number five. Number five. This is from Alex. Alex is from. Um, he is from Johannesburg, South Africa. Uh, Alex. He needs one, and he needs one. C.J. Stroud. Or Matthew Stafford. It is CJ Stroud by a mile for me. Don't don't even need to look at the rankings there. Yeah. 
Where do you have CJ Stroud in your ranks? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I'll make you look at your ranks. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. I have CJ Stroud as my QB eight this week. My QB eight on the money. Where do you have Stafford? Stafford's pretty far down the list. Uh, Stafford for me is my QB 15. So he's right above. Um, What's his name? Sam Darnold. He's QB 16 for me. QB yeah. 16 for me. If Darnold gets moved up, then Stafford my QB 17. It is Stroud by a million miles. Yes, yes, Fire up Stroud this week. One to five and nine, gone. Number 18. Number 18, this is from Corey. Jake, where is Corey from? It's my good buddy, Corey Wharton, from The Challenge. He's from Los Angeles, California. We love Corey Wharton on on this program. And shout out Nellie T. Great guy. Hopefully we see you back in The Challenge. I I haven't seen any of the new season yet. I don't even know where to stream it. I thought it would be on Paramount Plus because I missed the first episode and I can't find it. I thought it would be on Paramount Paramount Plus too. I I would say if if you have cable, um, on demand would probably be the way to go. On demand. Yeah, maybe. On demand, I would think. Yeah, I can't find it. I would think try on demand. MTV's website, maybe? MTV's website would definitely have it. Okay. Yeah, I need to catch up. Yeah, we need definitely, to see, you know. absolutely have it. And by the way, the challenge, getting a nice little, some nice airtime on Monday Night Football. Yeah. Yeah, it's set. You know why? They're trying to pump up season 40, like, to no avail. Of course they are, as they should. That's must-see television. Yeah, I can't wait. Anybody who hasn't seen the challenge yet, you're missing out. Uh, Corey, he wants us to grade the trade in Dynasty. He's giving Tyler Lockett and a 2025 first. He's getting Rashi Rice and a 2024 second. I don't really like that trade. It's confusing. It's confusing. Because I think you should be getting a first with Rice because I agree. As, as promising as Rice has looked, Lockett's still better right now. Yep. And you're get like now, if you were trading Lockett for Rice and a second, I would say you did okay for yourself there. But what's the what's the point of giving up a 2025 first round pick? That's exactly it. It makes no sense. Now, what I would say, what I would say to you, Corey, is if you believe the 2024 draft is so loaded and you want as many picks in that draft as humanly possible, then fine. I, I understand it. But for the most part, we don't know what's in 2025 yet. So how, how on earth can we determine that, oh, yeah. I want the immediate gratification of being able to use all the rookie picks that I have in 2024. Spread your assets out. I mean, offer like if you were getting the 2024 second doesn't move me. Like if he wanted that 2025 first, okay, fine, whatever. Get a 2026 first. Who cares? Well, my whole thing here is like I think people's evaluations of Rishi Rice is. A little skewed because again he scored, man. Like Agreed. if you take away that the scoring, this this sustainable pace of scoring is not sustainable. Rather, it's gonna cool off soon, and he yeah. doesn't play a lot of the snap. Bro, you can't be that successful on a consistent basis not playing over fifty percent of the snaps in a football. He does game. not have the volume that is needed no. for you to be fielding a competitive dynasty team where you're starting Rashi Rice. I completely agree with you. Now, yeah, if even this redraft. is a guy, 
If you're paying the 2025 first just to have Rasheed Rice as a future asset, then it's more understandable. But I still don't really see it. Like this is very it, you're sending so Confusing. many mixed messages with this trade. It's like you're trying to buy, but the guy that you're buying, you're buying as a long-term asset that you could then hopefully see if he's going to pan out to be better where you can get more than the 2025 first that you paid to get him. Like it's the plan to just have Rasheed Rice and then flip him next year to get a 2025 first. Like, is that your play? I don't know, man. To me, yeah, it's I don't just very pointless. This. And, you know, it's, it, to me, it screams of the case of FOMO with missing out on Rishi Rice. And you kind of chased it there for me. This, this this deal gets a C- minus from me. And I think that's being overly generous. I'm giving it a D. Yeah, very well could be a D. I'm giving I'm giving it a D. This is I, I don't understand it. And if I, I can't it, I yeah. can't understand it. I'm very close to giving it an incomplete because I just don't get it. But a D. I'll give you a grade because you did ask. You did ask for a grade. So I'll give you a grade. It's a D. Uh, one to five, nine, eighteen. <clears throat> uh, number seventeen. Seventeen. This is from Patrick. Patrick is from Iraq, who lives under I, the sea. There you go. Don't worry, I got gotcha. you. I, I, I deal with the PR rep of Basin Talk Podcast family and podcast, Jake Simone. He wants to make sure that you know my my references are on point. I I, that, I worked it, on that one for him. It, that gets a check plus. That, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Patrick, he wants to grade the trade, and you guessed it, Dynasty. He's giving Sam Laporta, he's getting Dalton Kincaid a 2024 first and a 2026 second. I love the Kincaid side here. Uh, Yes. This is awesome. Good for you. I think this gets an A-. minus. I give it an A. Yeah, the only reason why I don't give it an A is because like Kincaid hasn't done anything yet. So right, right, and, and I think and, and we know how tight ends are hard to find, and it does look like Laporta is a big hit. Yeah. So I think Kincaid is capable of big things. Don't get me wrong, but I just haven't seen it yet. So that's why it's more of an A minus for me than an A. But the fact that you got a comparable young tight end along with a first and a second, I don't care what years they're from. I think that's a job well done. And we need to look at this well, and we don't know Patrick's team, but if Patrick is a rebuilding team, does Sam Laporta help him for this year? No. I mean, he could. He could. But end of the day, Dalton Kincaid, you can grow with Dalton Kincaid, and his ceiling is just as great as Sam Laporta's. And if Kincaid could be close to what Laporta is, and you can get a 2024 first, 2026 second for your troubles, that's great. And I just find it very hard to believe that the Lions will not add another pass catcher, whether that be at the deadline or in the offseason, because they clearly need another pass catcher on the other side of uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. And it just does not look like Jamison Williams at this current point in time. So that, by default, would take Laporta down a notch or two. I agree. I agree. I need to take a sip of, sip of water. My mouth was getting a little, uh, a little dry there. Uh, one to five. Nine, 17, 18 are gone. Number six. Number six. This is from Jack. Jake, where is Jack from? The international hub, Moscow, Russia, the Kremlin. We love the Kremlin. We love Moscow. 
a beautiful place. A beautiful place. We love the Kremlin. Undefeated again. King Charles and the Kremlin. Undefeated. This is it's, it's an historic run those two are going on. Shout out King Charles again. And shout out all of our friends at the Kremlin. Uh, Jack, he wants us to, you guessed it, grade the trade this time in full. He is giving Jamar Chase. He's getting Puka Nakua and Kenneth Walker. Nakua and, and uh, uh, Kenneth Walker. Yes. By a substantial margin there. I get it, Jamar Chase is awesome, but you're getting, at worst, I would say, a top 20 play for the rest of the season in, in Nakua. Yep. And you're getting a top five play at a premium position like the running back position where we know it's just been pretty gross this year for the most part in terms yes. of high-end talent. So I'm giving this an A- minus for the Nakua and Walker side. Yeah, I give this a B plus. B plus. This is This is really good. Is it the, at the worst? Yeah, is Jamar Chase going to be better? As Joe Burrow gets better? Yeah, absolutely. But I would assume you did this trade because you are you have a losing record. You're close, but you're not really there. And as Jake said, and he pointed this out, spot on. At the very worst, for me, you're getting a top 15 receiver every week in Puka Nakua. And Jake pointed this out correctly. You're getting a top five guy every single week in Kenneth Walker at running back. And that's, that's huge. That fills your team out really, really, really nicely. So... Well done. Well done. This is really, really, really good. One to six, nine, 17, 18. Gone. Number seven. Number seven. This is from Fred. Fred is from Vancouver, British Columbia. Uh, Fred, he needs two in Superflex. Jordan Love, Geno Smith, and Joe Burrow. It is Burrow and Love for me. Burrow and Love for me as well. Okay. One to seven. 9, 17, 18. Gone. Number eight. Number eight. This is from Nick. Jake, where's Nick from? Nick is from Palo Alto, California. It's the summer retreat of the Face and Talk podcast, family of podcasts, Palo Alto. Great place. Shout out to all the folks in Palo Alto. Nick, he's a general fantasy question. He asks, is it okay to be dropping handcuffs if you need wins? I'm an Austin Eckler manager and need to win this week. Is dropping Josh Kelly for Deonta Foreman a bad move? No, I don't think it is. No. I got news for you, man. I started dropping handcuffs. I I dropped I dropped uh, Zach Charbonnet. Yeah, in two places where I have Kenneth Walker. I dropped uh, Tyler Algier where I have Bijan. Mm-hmm. I just like guys on the waiver wire and. You know, someone wants to go out there and grab those handcuffs, fair play. If not, I'll just add them back to my team. If I see a roster spot, I'm just done hit. I, I'm going to drift away from that in my fantasy drafts moving forward because unless it's like a clear-cut handcuff, you know what I'm saying? Like there are guys yeah, like that because it handcuffs your team. It does. No, it it, it definitely does. And I would, I would say, I mean, handcuffs. Handcuffs for me have always been optional. I mean, they're nice for sure, and the logic to having them is, well, it's obvious. Um, but are they necessary? No. no. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Everybody is replaceable. It's just a matter of how you go about replacing the guys that you're trying to replace. And some guys are just are tougher to replace than others. But end of the day, you got to get a win. You know, if, if you're sitting there at, you know, say it's three, you're at three and four or, some, or something of that nature. 
you, you got to get a win this week and you got to do what you got to do what you got to do. And, you know, for the likes of, yeah, you're picking up Deonta Foreman. Hell yeah. Somehow on waivers. Right. I, I would imagine this is pr- this is probably submitted before waivers ran. So but the, the the foundation of the question remains the same that, yes, you know, if, if anybody's out there right now and you got to make uh, some free pickups before you set your lineups this week and you have a handcuff that you're not sure if you could drop. Yeah, go ahead. Drop drop that handcuff, especially if you're in need of a win. Um, but if you're sitting pretty and you're sitting at, you know, at six and one, five and two, then hold on to the handcuffs because your team's doing great with them. So hold on to them. Have that insurance policy in your back pocket uh, just in case it goes off the rails a little bit with one of your star running backs. One and nine, 17, 18, gone. Number 11. Number 11. It's been a while. It's our good friend, Kyle Christie. Kyle Christie's from Newcastle up on Tyne, England. Kyle, we miss you. Yes. My birthday buddy, Kyle Christie. Great guy. Absolutely love him. Kyle, he needs one. Sam Howell or Derek Carr? Uh, Stinky. As much as Sam Howell is not on the good list here, it's Sam Howell. Because Derek Carr sucks. Derek Carr does, does. He's been better the last three weeks, but I, I cannot, in my good conscience, ever say to anybody, start Derek Carr. Go with Sam Howell, week four against the Eagles, 29 to 41 passing, 70% completion percentage, 290 passing yards, and a touchdown. Also ran the ball six times for 40 yards. That was a season high for him and still is. A season high for Mr. Howell. So go 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 with Howell. Because I, I just can't say Derek Carr. I, I no. I cannot do it. Uh one and nine, eleven, seventeen, eighteen. Number sixteen. Sixteen. This is from Austin. Jake, where's Austin from? Austin, Texas. The man just has the pulse. He gets it. Uh Austin, he needs one. Russell Wilson or Desmond Ritter. Speaking of stinky. It's it's Russ for me though. It is Russell Wilson by a wide margin. Yeah. Russell Wilson my QB fifteen, Ritter my QB twenty one. Wilson's my QB fourteen. So okay, whatever. We're we're in the same Ritter for me is a little higher. Ritter is my QB eighteen. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, never Desmond Ritter though. Ever. No, no. He's on the Atlanta Falcons and Arthur Smith is his head coach who hates fantasy. So never. Uh one to nine, eleven, sixteen to eighteen, gone. Uh, number 14. Number 14. This is from Omar. Omar is from, um, he's from Birmingham, Alabama. Shout out to all my folks in Birmingham. Good people. Uh, Omar, he needs two in full. Adam Thielen, Jordan Addison, Amonra St. Brown, Christian Kirk. Holy shit. Look at those options. I mean. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. It's, it's, it's Thielen and Amonra St. Brown. Yeah, it, it it is Thielen and Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, I would find a way to get Addison in your lineup. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, how have you not made a trade yet is the real question. <laughs> well, well, I, if you look at my Superflex team uh, there, Mr. Simone, uh, I can tell you how you haven't made a trade. It's because you have people that don't want to make trades with you. Yeah. It, I don't know. It, it is Amon Ra and Thielen. I would be doing my damnest, though, to get. Jordan Addison in that lineup. Yeah, Addison's 
Yeah. Especially if there's no Jair Alexander, which it is trending that way. So please, merciful God, get Jordan Addison in there. Do what you got to do. 1 to 9, 11, 14, 16 to 18 are gone. Number 12. Number 12. This is from Max. Jake, where's Max from? Max is from Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, Max, he wants us to grade the trade in full. He's giving Keenan Allen and DJ Moore. He's getting Adam Thielen and Cooper Cup. I love the Thielen and Cup side here. Yes, I do. This is that great. is an that's an A plus. Yeah, yes, A plus. Well done. Well, well, well done. That's nice. A lot of grade the trades. Oh, I told you. I told you we had a lot of grade the trades today. Yeah. You aren't kidding. Hey, it's trade season. Trade season, spooky season. Some of these trades have been spooky. Some of these trades have been, well, they've been a treat. Uh, 1 to 9, 11, 12, 14, 16 to 18 are gone. Number 13. Number 13. This is from Billy. Jake, where's Billy from? Uh, Billy is from Omaha, Nebraska. Billy, he needs a flex in half. Roshan Johnson, Shuba Hubbard. Miles Sanders, Cortland Sutton, Rashi Rice. It's Sutton, and it's not particularly close for me either. It is Sutton. Yes, it is Sutton. Not close. Uh, 10 and 15. Number 15. 15. This is from Lewis. Jake, where's Lewis from? Lewis is from Ottawa, Canada. We love Ottawa. Shout out to the folks in Ottawa. Lewis, he wants us to grade the trade in full. He's giving Calvin Ridley and Nico Collins. He's getting Jacoby Myers and Terry McLaurin. That's a pretty even deal. Yeah. B. It's it's a B. I kind of like the McLaurin side and Myers. I do too. I do too. Are you getting the are you getting the best player in this deal, which is which is McLaurin? Yes. 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 Definitely. So yeah, I like it. B. But you're not. You're not getting away with theft, but you're not getting robbed. Yes. Yes. So good good deal for you, Lewis. Uh, and then number 10, this is from Peter. I wanted to say this for spooky season uh, at the top of the program. Uh, I'm going to give it to you now. Peter is from South Salem, New York. Uh, Peter, he needs two in full. Darrell Henderson, Javante Williams, Damian Pierce. Uh, you're sitting Javante for me, and you're playing Darrell Henderson and Damian Pierce. Yeah, yeah, I would think twice about. But you're definitely playing Hendy. Yeah, no doubt. Pierce, I think I disagree with you. I think I'd play Javante here. The Ooh. rankings don't dictate that, but I think that's what I would do in a game that I think might be a lot closer than people think between okay. the Broncos and the Chiefs. I'm rolling with the ma- I'm. Ro- I, I I think this this game is going to be close because Mahomes has historically been kind of eh when he goes to Denver. So I think this game will be close, um, but I'm going to go with, in my opinion, the guy who's going to be on the winning side of number one versus number two overall pick, which is which is Pierce. I don't love it, but I'm going to go with Pierce. All right, <clears throat> everyone, thank you so much for your questions. If you have questions that you want to submit for next week's mailbag, go ahead, go ahead and do so. Email links are always in the episode descriptions. Okay. Well, we know what time of the week it is. It's time for start of the week. Oh, boy. Starts the week from last week. My goodness, babe. Uh, Jake, 
you went with um you went Sam Howell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with Brock Purdy. Stinky. Stinky. Uh, Jake, you went for um, Rashad White. Pretty good. Yeah, it was all right. I went with James Cook. Scored. It's all right. I'll take that. Uh, Jake, you went with a guy called um, Mike Evans. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Winner. Um, I went with, um, who was that? Who was that guy? Oh, yeah. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, ding, ding, ding. Love that. Uh, then Jake went with Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then I went with Luke Musgrave. Meh, meh, eh. So, oh, we have to, we have to also get to deep sleeper of the week as well. Uh, deep sleeper of the week. Jake went with Kadarius Tony. Remember, these are guys that were outside the top one hundred of consensus superflex ranks or flex ranks. Excuse me, not superflex. And then I went with Braxton Berrios. Those two were stinky, but those two weird. Those aren't. You don't really expect those to to deliver necessarily starts of the week we expect to deliver jake go ahead your quarterback start of the week please sir who do you got i'm gonna go with jordan love Uh, nice sensible very sensible decision to go with mr jordan love for your quarterback start of the week um i am going to go with um I know who I want to say, but I don't know if I should be putting somebody else down with him. So I'm just completely, completely avoid it altogether. Uh, I'm going to go with CJ Stroud against against Carolina. Been backing him pretty much all week um, with whatever show I've been on. And now it's time for me to put up or shut up. I'll go with Mr. Stroud against the Carolina Panthers when he has his opportunity to show up against the guy that was taken one spot ahead of him. The running back position, start of the week here, I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor against the New Orleans Saints. Okay, fair play there. I'm going to go with, I really want to say Bijan. <laughs> you can. He's he's out. I can't go with Arthur Smith and ever banking on him. Fair enough. Ever again. So I'm going to go maybe a little bit bolder here. I'm going to go with Deonta Foreman on Sunday Night Football. He was the other guy that I was considering. So very sensible decision. You know, If I didn't say Jonathan Taylor, I was going to say Deonta Foreman. Uh, wide receivers. Jake, who you got? Oof, good week for receivers this week, very Mr. Good Bursle. Week for receivers. I'm going to go. I, I Addison is a cop-out because, I mean, he's terrific. I don't want to put the hex on Garrett Wilson. Fair so, oh, who am I gonna go with here? All right, I'm doing it. Oh boy, we did it. We kind of alluded to him. I'm gonna go with George Pickens. Nice, <clears throat> nice. That's a fair one. You did, you did stick your neck out for for George Pickens. So fair enough. I like it. Uh, I'm yeah, gonna go with Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers Monday night versus the Lions. My wide receiver 20 for the week. And at the tight end position, well, you're just kind of hoping you're going to find one that's going to score. Um, I am going to go with, I'm going to go with, this is the potential to be so stinky. I'm going to do it just because, I mean, well, you really don't have much to lose when it comes to the tight end position. 
I'm going to go Trey McBride against the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. I'm going to go with Michael Mayer on Monday night. Nice. I was going to go with Mayer, but I think I went with Mayer, or I was going to go with Mayer last week, and it didn't work out. But with Jimmy Garoppolo potentially back, yeah, I like it a lot with Michael Mayer. And then finally, our deep sleeper of the week. Jake, so we didn't do the, the the flex ranks. I remember how we did it now. We did it quarterbacks outside the top quarterbacks and tight ends outside the top 12, and then running backs and receivers outside of the top 36. It could be anybody out of that group. As I believe how we did it. Okay. So, Jake, who would be your deep sleeper? Sorry, sorry. Deep sleeper of the week for week number eight. I'm going to go with Quentin Johnston on Sunday nice. Night Football. Nice. I like it. Jake, you're going to like this one a whole lot. <laughs> right now, he's my RB49. It's our good buddy, Cam Akers. Deep sleep for the week. Go for it. Get that job, Cam. <laughs> yeah. Go get that job, baby. Go bring home that bread. Cam Akers, deep sleeper of the week. So our starts of the week and deep sleeper of the week. Uh, Jake has gone for Jordan Love, Deonta Foreman, George Pickens, Michael Mayer, and then his deep sleeper of the week, Quinton Johnston. My starts of the week, CJ Stroud, Jonathan Taylor, Jacoby Myers, Trey McBride, and then my deep sleeper of the week, our boy. Cam Akers, go win that job, baby. Go bring that bread home. That's going to be it for the Week 8 Mailbag. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to the Week number 8 Mailbag. Of course, if you have questions for Week number 9, submit your questions. We'll be answering them on next week's program. We have, of course, the Week 8 Review Sunday night with Adam and I. Two week previews next week, one with Jake, one with Adam. And then, of course, the Week 9 Mailbag, which will be, as always, with Jake and Adam. So that's it. We're done. We're out of here. For Jake, I am Bird. Thank you so much for listening to the Week 8 Mailbag. Good luck to everyone in week number eight. Go get some dubs. That's what we do here. Catch you on the next one. Protect each other. Godspeed. Bye bye.